I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Release in Loudoun County. I'm Melissa Howell. A Maryland student accused of taking out a knife during a fight in high school. I'm Nick Ainelli. Maryland can count mail-in ballots early thanks to the latest court ruling. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Allison Keyes in Washington. In Arizona, an appeals court has blocked enforcement of a law that would have made nearly all abortions a criminal offense. Right now, access has been restored, at least for the moment. KYMA-TV reporter Vincey Bar explains. This comes after Planned Parenthood said a three-judge panel with the Arizona Court of Appeals granted them an emergency hold on the territorial era abortion law. That law bans almost all abortions except the ones where a mother's life is in danger. But even that was confusing for patients and doctors. For the time being, this emergency stay means abortions can resume in Arizona effective immediately. That's until Planned Parenthood works through the appeals process. Thousands hit the streets across the nation to rally for reproductive rights ahead of the midterm elections. This woman was in Washington, D.C. It's a woman's body. Women's rights, like, it's about their body, so they should have the choice to do what they want with their bodies, and I don't like how lots of men have so much say in that decision when they can't get pregnant. Abortion opponents want the unborn to be protected. Is a new COVID surge on the way? Health experts look to what's happening in Europe right now, where infections have been rising in the UK, France, and Italy specifically. No surge in the states just yet, but as the weather cools and people start spending more time inside, the virus spreads more easily and the risk of a resurgence goes up. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Russian President Putin orders tighter security for a bridge that's a key supply artery that's been partially destroyed by a truck bomb. CBS's Charlie Daggett. The bridge and Crimea as a whole was thought to be beyond the reach and capability of Ukrainian forces. But the past two months has seen a series of attacks on Crimea and the Ukrainian government has repeatedly vowed to take the peninsula back. Protests continue around the world after an Iranian woman died in custody of the morality police. Activists say she was killed for breaching the dress code. Many have cut their hair in support. CBS's Roxana Saberi. Human Rights Watch researcher Tara Sapat has documented the deaths of dozens of protesters of all ages. What are the main tactics that the Iranian authorities are using against protesters? A lot of reports use tear gas, use of batons, security forces, use of um, shotguns, assault weapons. The brutal measures have scared many Iranians into staying home. Tensions are increasing, as South Korea's military says. North Korea fired a ballistic missile into the sea. This amid U.S.-led military exercises in the region. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. It's 203. It's Saturday, the 8th day of October, 2022. 58 degrees outside. Trying to get to 60 today. Good Saturday afternoon. I'm Del Walters. The top local stories we're following for you at this hour. Demonstrations for abortion rights taking to the streets and rallies across the nation. 
on Capitol Hill. Thousands taking part in an event that was organized by the Women's March. They've come from far and wide to attend this demonstration, raising their voices a month before the midterm elections. I'm out here today to try to get our rights back as women. Stacy Lee made the trip from Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, declaring that abortion should be legal, safe, and accessible to all women. If the government's going to force women to have babies, then the government needs to pay for everything for that child, period. All of the prenatal care, the birth costs, everything. The organizers are hoping this and other demonstrations in numerous cities give a boost to candidates favoring abortion rights in the November 8th congressional elections. On Capitol Hill, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. An accused killer in Loudoun County released by mistake has now been found. 25-year-old Stoneley Coburn was arrested Friday night in Georgia after being released Thursday. Commonwealth's attorney Buda Biberai expressed disappointment in the sheriff's office for his release, calling the move an error. Coburn's original murder charges had been dismissed. Attorneys worked to file a new charge for concealing a dead body. Speaking with NBC4, Biberai responded to Coburn's release. What went wrong is the uh, sheriff's office didn't abide by the court's order, which said transport him to the jail and hold him so that he could answer to these charges. Pointing to the original charges, the sheriff's office let Colburn walk free, saying he was, quote, dismissed by the Commonwealth attorney. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. It's 2.05, a freshman charged following a fight at a Maryland high school cafeteria. She's a 14-year-old student in Frederick, Maryland, and she's facing criminal charges now, accused of taking out a large kitchen knife during a fight with another student at Governor Thomas Johnson High School. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says the incident started during an altercation between two girls in the school's cafeteria. Deputies say that's when one of them took out a 10-inch kitchen knife and held it in a threatening manner. No one was injured, but the girl is facing several criminal charges, including assaults, reckless endangerment, resisting arrest and having a dangerous weapon on school property. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. D.C.'s mayor is talking, addressing concerns that one of her deputy mayors has been charged with assault and battery. Charges against Deputy Mayor Chris Geldart following an argument at a gym parking lot that turned into physical violence before being broken up by Geldart's wife. Muriel Bowser telling reporters she can't comment directly on the incident but says she holds her cabinet to a high standard. D.C. residents expect that all of our officials are comport themselves in a way that make us proud. And it is my responsibility now to make sure I have all of the information um, that I need while I'm reviewing the matter. The charges against Geldart have now sparked questions about the deputy mayor's residence, which is listed in Falls Church, Virginia. Our news partners at NBC4 saying that Geldart does live in Virginia, but also rents an apartment in Southeast DC where he is registered to vote and pays income taxes. It's 2.06. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. We have a decision now from Maryland's High Court regarding mail-in ballots. These weeks before the midterms, the bottom line, they say the High Court agrees with the lower court ruling. The ruling by the Maryland Court of Appeals is a loss for Dan Cox, the Republican candidate for governor. Cox and his legal team argued it's unconstitutional to allow elections boards to start counting mail-in ballots early. Current state law says those ballots cannot be processed and counted until after Election Day. Cox's attorney said it might be a good idea in practice, but there's no emergency requiring intervention by the courts. Elections officials projected high numbers of mail-in ballots and said without the change, certifying election results could be delayed for weeks, as happened in the primary. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather together on the 8th, could higher gas prices be right around the corner?
Choosing the right Medicare plan can be hard. So here's an easy first step. Talk to a United Healthcare Medicare plan expert. There's one right here in D.C. and Maryland. They can help you find a plan that fits your needs and one that fits your budget. Take the easy first step. Call your United Healthcare Medicare plan expert today at 1-866-831-8690. Hurry, enrollment is open from October 15th to December 7th. The United Healthcare Medicare plan expert is a licensed sales agent slash producer. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of prepping for the holidays. Get your house ready for the invasion of the relatives. The power of fresh color. We're your color experts and we'll make your color vision come true. From a customized project plan to getting the job done on time, contact your local Certipro painters today and get the power of pro. Get started at Certipro.com. Each Certipro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. It's 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. We go to Rod Stallworth now, the traffic center. Still delays on the Interloop in Virginia as you leave Tyson's headed toward McLean. The good news is the crash on the Interloop ramp from the GW Parkway is cleared. All your travel lanes are open and available there, but of course still slow going across the American Legion Bridge on the Interloop, leaving Virginia headed into Maryland. In Maryland, on the Outer Loop, watch for delays past Old Georgetown Road and Solid coming off the southbound 270 spur toward River Road, which is nothing unusual. On the Interloop, your slowdown's approaching 355, headed up the hill toward Georgia Avenue with travel lanes open. Interloop and Outer Loop in Prince George's County right now delays between Route 50 to John Hanson Highway and Route Four in Forestville, but travel lanes are available there. Traveling at this point on the BW Parkway, northbound sluggish and separate stretches between 410 Riverdale Road and 197. As you continue southbound on the BW Parkway, expect volume delays leaving 32 down toward Powder Mill Road. I-95 southbound after 212 was the first report of a crash. Watch for authorities there. Westbound Route 50 coming across the Bay Bridge. Slowdowns approaching Route 8 in Stevensville still with two-way operations, meaning three lanes are east and two lanes open in the westbound direction. Chevy Chase, Connecticut Avenue, northbound between Chevy Chase Circle and Bradley Lane. That crash is completely wrapped up and gone. All your travel lanes are open. Back in Virginia, westbound 66 after the Fairfax County Parkway. We had the broken down vehicle in the right lane. We believe that's actually cleared. Still on 29 in New Baltimore, northbound near Beverly's Mill Road. The left side blocked for the crash in response there. Coming south on I-95, delays going across the Occoquan down to 123, then easing as you make your way through Garrisonville, headed toward the Rappahannock River. Northbound often on the brakes and separate stretches between Quantico and the Springfield Interchange, with the travel lanes open and available there. And no problems on I-395 as you head up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Rob, thank you. Now let's get a look at your Storm Team 4 four-day forecast. Here's NBC4's Ryan Miller. We've got cool conditions to start your Saturday, and temperatures are going to remain cool through the afternoon hours. Winds will be out of the north and west anywhere between 15 and 25 miles per hour, so breezy at times, and temperatures close to 60 degrees. Overnight, dropping into the middle 30s in the northwestern suburbs, lower 40s downtown, and sunshine for Sunday. A tad warmer, temperatures will be into the upper 60s in the afternoon, upper 60s close to 70 with sunshine on Monday, same deal on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4, Media. Meteorologist Ryan Miller. Ryan, thank you. We are still struggling to get to 60. Right now, 56 degrees in Sterling, Virginia. 
59 in Oxon Hill, Maryland, and yes, 59 degrees downtown at the wharf. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on your Long Fence decks and pavers and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 12-11. This is WTOP News. It looks like higher gas prices are on the way. OPEC deciding to sharply cut production, trying to support their sagging oil prices. The move could deal the struggling global economy another blow and also raise pump prices here in the U.S. just ahead of the national elections. Tom Clausa is the global head of energy analyst for the Oil Price Information Service. He joined WTOP's Sean and Ann. First of all, they're not actually going to cut by $2 million. They pay lip service to that, but they've been underproducing by about 3.5 million barrels a day. So the ability to cut is hindered, and it's actually going to be about 900,000 barrels a day. However, that leads to some interesting chess moves with the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We've been releasing about a million barrels a day, and that'll continue into portions of November. When it ends, it ends, and you lose another million barrels a day. I don't think you're going to see this manifest itself in a spike in gasoline prices this month, but I think it's something to put aside for the spring, and you will see higher prices in the spring. You may have to worry about heating oil, jet fuel, and diesel in the next few months. The Biden administration is also talking about the possibility of a ban on American fuel exports as a way to protect domestic energy supplies. Uh, how likely is that to come about? Opinion here is that that's not likely and it's just jawboning to try to get refiners to voluntarily reduce some of the stuff they're sending overseas. Europe needs a lot of our product, so it would be difficult to cut them off with some sort of controls. Latin America might be sort of the loser in all of this because we ship probably about 1.6 million barrels a day of diesel and eight or 900,000 barrels a day of gasoline, mostly to Latin America. And that is Tom Close with the Oil Price Information Service. Sports is next. Stay with us. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our weekend special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $9.99. Plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com.
If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 215, here's Ben Raby. All right, Dale, second half underway. Maryland looking to stay unbeaten at home, but they're in tough against Purdue. We check in again in College Park. Latest update with Dave Preston. 17-17, Ben, with 7.35 to play in the third quarter. Both D's earning early A's after intermission. The Terps defense notching a fumble recovery and an interception in their territory. The Boilers making a stop on fourth and one at midfield. Talia Tungavailoa has 178 yards passing, a touchdown toss. He's also run for a score. Aiden O'Connell throwing for 221 yards and a TD, but just got picked off. Maryland football, when we come out of this timeout, the Terrapins and Boilermakers tied at 17. Appreciate it, Dave. Elsewhere, third quarter. Indiana and fourth-ranked Michigan still tied at 10. ACC Louisville leading Virginia 20-17 in the third quarter. Baseball wild card game two. Pitchers duel in Cleveland where the Guardians and Rays remain scoreless in the last of the seventh. Cleveland leading the series one game to none. Coming up in the AL at four, it'll be game two between the Mariners and Blue Jays Seattle with a one nothing series lead in that one and nhl tonight preseason ramping up for the capitals they'll take on the columbus blue jackets goalie darcy darcy kemper expected to play the entirety of the final dress rehearsal ben raby wtop sports the top stories we're following for you on wtop the white house continues to warn of that heightened rhetoric coming out of russia says president biden's warnings of armageddon should putin use nukes were meant to make sure people understand vladimir putin should not be ignored a national security expert saying they have no evidence that he's actually preparing to use his nuclear weapons. Thousands of women at this hour marching and holding rallies across the country, marching for reproductive rights ahead of the midterm elections. The march at Folger, Folger Park on D Street in Southeast between 2nd and 3rd Streets got underway at 1. Businesses still hiring thousands of workers. The unemployment rate keeps falling, now 3.5%. That is fueling fears of another Fed rate hike. Stay with WTOP for more on all these stories coming up in just moments. Planning a vacation? Condi Nast is out with a new list of places to visit. And of all the large U.S. cities, Chicago is a top place to visit. Condé Nast Travelers' Aaron Florio was on CBS Mornings. It's a landlocked city with a beach. And also, you know, they're the top of the game for food, yes. for architecture, yes. for culture. Charleston was number one for small U.S. cities. Singapore was first choice for large cities in the rest of the world. And travelers say the best country to explore is Portugal. They yeah. have the beaches that you want to go to. They've got really chic coastal towns like Comporta, Melides. Lisbon is a fantastic fantastic city. And then you have the Douro Valley if you want to do wine, if you want to do river cruising. Mayor Rubin, CBS News. Rob Starworth now in the traffic center. We'll start in the district on the westbound freeway or southbound I-395 headed past the 3rd Street Tunnel delays toward the Case Bridge but travel lanes open. No problems on I-295. You are guys are in good shape. Southbound DC-295 delays continue leaving Eastern Avenue headed toward Benning Road at last point. We had a single right lane getting by the work zone. No problems being reported on the Beltway in Maryland through Prince George's County, but seeing some volume still on the outer loop as you leave 214, headed around toward Route 1 in Collins Park. Southbound I-95, this is near 212, has the report of a crash. Watch out for that. May have a single lane blocked in that location. BW Parkway northbound off and on the brakes between 193 and Powder Mill Road, which are travel lanes open. 
Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge, still with three lanes east and two lanes open in the westbound direction across the Chesapeake Bay. No problems on 270. You guys are in good shape. Southbound leaving Frederick headed toward Rockville. Northbound slows approaching 121 headed toward 109, but travel lanes are open. In Virginia on the interloop, you slow down in the usual spot. Leaving the Dulles Toll Road up to and across the American Legion Bridge. Eastbound 66 on the brakes, leaving Nutley Street toward the Beltway. Westbound 66 headed past the Fairfax County Parkway. We had the right lane block for a broken down. I-95 northbound. You're slow in separate stretches between Quantico and the Springfield Interchange, but the travel lanes are open there. Northbound I-395, the volume going up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. Still in Fauquier County, northbound 29 near Beverly's Mill Road. Still with the left lane block for the crash. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Rob, thank you. Now your Storm Team 440 forecast. NBC4's Ryan Miller. Looking at a very fine Saturday setting up across the region. Our winds are out of the north and west. And through the afternoon hours, because of those northwesterly winds, we're going to start to gust anywhere between 10 and 25 miles per hour. So a breezy day and a cool one with sunshine, highs close to 60 degrees inside the Beltway. And we'll be in the upper 50s for highs north and west of town. Tonight, it looks like it's going to be a cold one, middle 30s for temperatures north and west of Washington, lower 40s downtown. A couple areas could see some frost north and west here come early tomorrow morning. And sunshine, good-looking stuff here for tomorrow. It looks like we'll have high temperatures a tad warmer. Upper 60s, close to 70 degrees. 70 degrees on Monday for the holiday with sunshine. Sunshine Tuesday. Next chance we could see some active weather will come in the form of some rain showers on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Ryan, thank you. 58 degrees in Crofton. It is 59 in Tyson's Corner. And 59 degrees in Lafont Plaza, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all your roofing materials. And still ahead, a scathing report concerning the D.C. Housing Authority. 221. The Commanders have a huge game tomorrow at FedEx against the Titans. You can get in on the action with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first wager doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code BIGCHEE. B-I-G-C-H-E-E. I love betting with FanDuel's platform because there are so many wagering options to choose from, including betting on the money line, game total, team total, player props, game props, same game parlays, and so much more. And when I'm on the right side of that bet, they hook me up with my winnings fast. So sign up today with promo code Big G. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's 222. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. Learn more at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable, one per household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions apply. 
The world's most advanced fighter engine is powering up for tomorrow's missions. Using proven technology, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 Enhanced Engine Package meets the needs of all F-35 operators while saving the taxpayer $40 billion in life cycle costs. Considering an extra engine for the F-35 is extra wasteful and extra risky, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 EEP is the smart decision. Learn more at prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. That's prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. It's 223. This is WTOP News. Scathing is what one council person in D.C. is calling a new federal report on the D.C. Housing Department. The HUD report finds the D.C. Housing Authority is not providing safe, secure, and usable housing. It's also undercharging tenants, listing properties as vacant when they're occupied, and the agency is at risk of being in default on federal contracts. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman calls the report a, quote, blistering indictment. She also says the Housing Authority is completely dysfunctional. Silverman plans to introduce reform legislation soon, she says, to make sure the lowest-income residents have safe, high-quality, and secure housing. A spokeswoman for the mayor tells the Washington Post that Bowser will hold her comments until DCHA responds to HUD. It has until November 30th to do that. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Nationwide, the number of homeless people continues to grow. In some places, the situation is far worse than others. Prince George's County seeing some of the largest increases since the beginning of the pandemic. We are seeing people come five days a week to get food. It's, it's not getting any better. Um, with 73% of the households we serve in Prince George's County, that is huge. That is Shannon Mooton, who runs the Laurel Advocacy and Referral Services. She says her organization has seen drastic increases in the number of people using their food pantry, also applying for rent and utility assistance. An Arlington man was accused of shooting at police during a chase through two counties. Now he's being charged with 12 crimes. 27-year-old Ricardo Singleton had his first run-in with the law on Thursday morning. Deputies saw him on North Courthouse Road pointing a gun at the ceiling of his car. He was then involved in a hit-and-run, they say. They spent most of the day looking for him, and then just before 9 p.m. Thursday night, Singleton allegedly hit a bunch of cars before crashing on Arlington Boulevard near Graham Road. That's when police got out and fired at him. He was later caught hiding behind a restaurant. Money news at 25 and 55 on T.O.P. Here's John Aaron. There may be good reasons for bringing employees back to the office, but almost all studies say productivity is not one of them. Remote workers are actually more productive, but companies are pushing for a return anyway. There's a productivity paranoia among managers. Managers have no idea how to manage a remote workforce. It's so different in person when they could actually see people. They don't know what to do. I think there's a lack of training. The workforce has changed. That's job search coach Stacy Holler. A resume builder survey found nine in 10 companies expect employees to be back at the office at least some of the time next year, but they are struggling to make the argument it's to improve productivity. Now CEOs are talking about come back for collaboration, come back to be seen for your future growth. So the talk track has severely changed. The push for return to work may also be generational. Younger managers who are growing up in this new world, as they become managers, will not have those issues. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Jeff Claybaugh, we thank you. And still ahead, did Ukraine blow up a major bridge leading to Crimea? 226. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday. To thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners.